Hello. Welcome to the Community Jewish News Podcast service for June 1, 2022, produced by cjnonline.com and cjnonline.ca. Today on Culture and Society we present, Genocide. Denial or Revisionism. By Alan Simons. This past April marked the 28th anniversary of the Rwandan genocide against the Tutsi and with it, like a memorial candle ignited every year at this time, there are those individuals waiting on the sidelines to pronounce all that is bad with Rwanda. Genocide. For neither the Jew nor the Rwandan must forget. We can never be complacent. Deniers, or as they prefer today to label themselves as revisionists, abound in countless societies. These insignificant bunch of mostly exiled educated misfit individuals, who band together like the merry men of Robin Hood's day, continue to pronounce their zeal, their hate, and intolerance of Rwanda's current political and strong economic growth. In Toronto, Canada, at this past April's 28th commemoration, called Kwebuka in Kenya Rwandan, I, with two of my panel colleagues, were asked to talk about the definition of denial and revisionism regarding genocide. I spoke about it from the aspect of the Holocaust. The other two panelists focused on the Rwandan, and the Armenian genocides. In my mind, the fact is most of those who falsify, and distort the reality of the Holocaust label themselves, for the most part, as revisionists, and they do that to gain respectability. After all, it's been said, historical revisionism, is a legitimate, act that re-examines what predecessors have produced. Denial, by contrast, is not a re-examination of facts, rather it is more or less an explicit attempt to deny genocide. Revisionism is, therefore, only an alibi, used to counter charges of negation. Denial best reflects the true intention of revisionists rewriting history. And so it is for both Holocaust and Rwandan deniers. As Jews, we stand shoulder to shoulder with Rwanda. For we also understand the meaning of hate, intolerance, and genocide denial by our enemies. We must never forget our Rwandan brothers and sisters, who were massacred. Over one million Tutsi were murdered in only 100 days, including 300,000 plus children. And even now, some 28 years later, many corpses of genocide victims are continually being discovered in Rwanda. Much of the international media, and deniers dispute that number and prefer to quote the so-called United Nations estimate of 800,000. However, how this figure was arrived at is one of the mysteries of life since, as my sources have pointed out to me, the United Nations never actually conducted a survey. We must also never forget the 95,000-plus Tutsi children who were orphaned, many of whom were so young that today they can't remember the face of their mother or know their family name. It's been written that when a person dies, his or her spirit lives on in those who remember. Tradition is very specific in providing us with ways of remembering our loved ones. For as Elie Wiesel, the Nobel laureate and Holocaust survivor said, to forget the dead would be akin to killing them a second time. This past April 27th, had a special significance for Jews. It is our National Memorial Day, Yom HaShoah, Holocaust, and Heroism Remembrance Day. 
It is the day when we pay tribute to all the victims of the Holocaust and ghetto uprisings. Inaugurated 71 years ago we, even now, like our Rwandan brothers and sisters, have no intention of forgetting our loved ones. A few years ago, President Kagame of Rwanda said, the world chose to watch as one million were being slaughtered. Victims were turned into perpetrators and justice was turned into a political tool. The world has shown us that we cannot afford not to fight. Do not be afraid to stand up for truth, justice, and who we are. The only way to live in this world is to stand up for ourselves, stay true to who we are, and define our destiny. End quote. We must never forget. Eleven years ago, the following statement was given in an address by Ambassador Ugen Richard Gassana, permanent representative of the Republic of Rwanda to the United Nations, on the 17th commemoration of the Rwandan genocide against the Tutsi. It is a fitting tribute that we embrace the words, spoken by the Ambassador. He said in part. Let me also remind you of the legacy of Holocaust survivors and the Pledge of Acceptance of the Second Generation, which was written in Yiddish by Elie Wiesel. We remember, and we pledge, and this must not be a matter of rhetoric but must be a commitment to action, that never again will we be indifferent to incitement and hate, that never again will we be silent in the face of evil, that never again will we indulge racism, and anti-Semitism, that never again will we ignore the plight of the vulnerable, that never again will we be indifferent in the face of mass atrocity and impunity. We will speak and we will act against racism, against hate, against anti-Semitism, against mass atrocity, against injustice, and against the crime of crimes whose name we should even shudder to mention, genocide. End quote. Perhaps, more than anything, I believe it is these two statements that help to bind Jews and Rwandans together in a mutual understanding of what intolerance and hate are all about in our society today. In conclusion, as a Jew, my message to Rwandans whose family members and friends were killed, is not from a stranger, but as a brother and partner. It's been said that sadness is but a wall between two gardens. May all of those who perished in the genocides be remembered for their beauty and fragrance that grace our gardens. Thank you for listening to Community Jewish News. If the content of this podcast is of interest to you, consider a free subscription to our website. To subscribe, go to cjnonline.com or cjnonline.ca.